knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Ansem Report podcast. This is episode number 51, and it is the episode that is out right after Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind is out. Woo! Holy cow. I am Mike, here as always with my brother, Jason. Hello, hello. Jason, we spent last night completing the story portion of Remind. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that right away. No, 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 no. We will talk about it. But today has been a, or today, this week has been a pretty crazy week in Kingdom Hearts news. I actually was having like a mental breakdown yesterday when I was at my real job of all the, (laughs) all the nonsense that was going on. (laughs) But to, to bring some brevity, not brevity, I'm sorry, to bring some calmness to the situation, we're actually going to read an email to start, start this Mm, episode. Okay, okay. And this is from our new friend, Miles. What up, Miles? Miles says, good tidings, Mike and Jason. What's poppin'? I found the Answer Report podcast on Spotify a few weeks ago while I was trying to find out if there's any Kingdom Hearts music on the service. There's not. Sorry about that. Yeah. Not our fault. I gave your newest episode <sighs> at the time a listen, episode 47, and I've been hooked ever since. Let's go! I still have a lot of catching up to do, but I wanted to tell you guys how much I enjoy the podcast. As a huge fan of KH, I'm always trying to find new ways to indulge in my favorite video game series. Whether that be listening to the series' fantastic soundtracks or watching KH content creators like Cynical or, dare I even say, oh, HMK. no. I'm glad to have found the <laughs> podcast and I've already spent many hours listening to you two share your love for the series, too. Of all the episodes I've listened to thus far, the entirety of the Sleeping Realm Theory is my favorite, despite all the mindfuckery involved. I also appreciate the humor and brotherly, brotherly banter you guys bring to each episode. I hope to get through most, if not all, the episodes by the time Remind comes out, which I look forward to both playing and hearing you guys discuss for the weeks to come. Overall, I really enjoy what you guys do. I just want to express my thoughts as a new fan of the Answer Report podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. Sincerely, Miles J. Miles J. Dude, what a, thanks. What a wholesome, great email. It's okay that you like HMK. He's not, he's not someone I'd like want to hang out with. I, I understand he makes pretty good Kingdom Hearts content, and he's not like he wasn't one of those guys that was like, "I'm gonna be done with Kingdom Hearts," and then you know, yeah. So you know, I, I have some respect for HMK. Yeah, there's respect. There's respect. We're gonna when we make pins for merch, we're gonna send him a pin, an Answer Report podcast pin. Out of respect. Out of respect. So thank you, Miles J, for that email. Uh, reminder to everybody: you can email us at any point at answerreportpodcast at gmail dot com. And we will read it on air if you want us to, or we will respond if you don't want us to read it on air, or whatever you would like, but we'd love to hear from you on email. So, we're in 2020 now, Jason. I don't know if you know that. We are. We're in 2020. Okay. We're living our best lives right now. The Doomsday Clock is actually 100 seconds to to midnight right now. (laughs) They just announced that today, but we are living our best life. (laughs) And Kingdom Hearts isn't doing so bad as a series right now. No. The top 10 best-selling games of 2019, Kingdom Hearts All is on the list. All 10 of them are Kingdom Hearts? No, just one. <laughs> oh. However, what spot do you think Kingdom Hearts is in on the top 10 list? Probably like third. Kingdom Hearts 3, third. No. Uh, it's number eight. That would have been tight if it was third. Yeah, it's number eight, which um, 
for a game that came out at the beginning of the year. Pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. It was number two for a long time mm. behind Mortal Kombat. But here's the rest of the top ten, just in case anybody's curious. We have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 at number one. We have NBA 2K20 mm. at number two. Mm. Madden NFL 20 mm. at number three. Gamers suck. Gamers this suck. This one actually surprised me. Borderlands 3 at number Ooh, four. Okay, okay. I, they, they, that did better than I thought it did. Mortal Kombat 11 at number five. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order at number six. Wow. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate at number seven. Huh. Kingdom Hearts 3 at number eight. Tom Clancy's The Division 2 at number nine. No way. And what's that's the mo- inflated? <laughs> no, it is. You know what's the most insane on what? this top 10 list? Okay, so Smash Brothers is technically a 2018 game, but it came out in December of 2018. Okay. So it's understandable it's on this list. Yeah, yeah. Mario Kart 8 is number 10 on the list of best-selling games of the year. That's wild. Right. This is a remake or like a, a remaster of a game for the Wii U yeah. where they added more stuff and threw it on Switch at the beginning of the Switch launch, and it's still a top 10-selling game in 2019. Is that like inflated with – like I <sighs> – I don't know if they count like a sale as like this is coming the, with a console though. No. This is um according to the NPD group which tracks this stuff. 2019 year top 10 games, physical and full game digital from the Nintendo eShop, PlayStation, Steam and Xbox platforms for publishers in the digital and then it trails off. But basically, it's counting digital sales and physical sales. It is not counting Switch is with the Mario Kart, I don't think. It is counting just the Mario Kart, but it's not counting the Switch. Like, it's not by dollar. It's by sales. Right. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, when you buy the Switch and it comes, and Mario Kart comes with it, does that count as one yeah. sold? Well, hell yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it, it, there is, like, an inflation of it. Not, that's, like not saying, like, that's like saying, like, Wii Sports Resort, it has, like, all these crazy sales. It comes with the Wii. Yeah, Wii Sports Resort, one of the best-selling games of all time. Right, right. It comes with the Wii. (laughs) Right, but it's one of the best-selling games of all time. Anyway, I just thought it was cool that Kingdom Hearts 3 made that list. Um, Oh, yeah. I think a lot of times people forget that Kingdom Hearts is as as popular as it is, and uh, it just gives me good faith that there will be more Kingdom Hearts in the future. Speaking of that, we have an interview from Tetsuya Nomura. We're we're going fast and furious right now, dude. We're we're There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. So... This uh, Q&A, it was a Twitter Q&A. It was translated. Uh, this is the translation I'm using is by Col- Gold Panner. Thank Gold you, Gold Panner. Panner. Thank you, Gold Panner. KH13. And uh, it does have spoilers for Kingdom Hearts 3. Not Remind, necessarily, but if Kingdom Hearts If you haven't played 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 yet, I don't know what to tell you. So here, Why are you listening to this podcast? I'm going to read through this interview because there are, it's um, 13 questions, of course. Yeah. and That's on brand. It has some interesting info in it so here we go question how does remind differ from the final mixes released for previous numbered titles nomura we release final mixes to adjust the balance and add things to the entire game remind is independent content you can enjoy after beating the main game that said we did also add english voices to the japanese version limit cut bosses and other things you'll find familiar from final mixes so other than the fact that the main game hasn't been changed much you can basically think of this as the equivalent of a final mix question two how did you decide what to put in the free update and what to put in Remind? KH3 and Remind are to be thought of as separate content. It is split up like this. The version update is basically for what you bought as KH3, 
and Remind is for new features outside the main game. But as I just said, the English voices and other features that would have been previously included in a separate package as a final mix have been included in Remind. But then I also included some new content that would normally have been in a final mix, like Keyblades and new abilities in the free update, with the aim of giving you, and I cut the question off. Something for after finishing the game. <laughs> yeah. Question three. So there won't be a KH3 final mix? What about a physical release of this? There are no concrete plans right now. We might think of something when a new console releases, but I'm not thinking about whether that something will be a final mix. So to me, that says, hey, when PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X come out, they're going to be like, oh, Kingdom Hearts 3.5 remix <laughs> with with Union Cross as a console game and Project Xehanort. <laughs> When is the new story in Remind set, and what can we expect to see in it? Chronologically, it jumps around a bit, but most of your time as Sora is set between the end of the last battle and the final cutscene, depicting a blank space of Kairi's rescue. As a player, you view the story from a higher vantage point than Sora, and in Remind, Sora is following the story from a different vantage point to the main game. It's hard to explain, but Cage Free concludes with itself, and its ending connects to the ending of Remind. Does it influence or rework anything in the main Cage 3 game? The story of Cage 3 itself hasn't changed. You play after finishing Cage 3, so it doesn't influence anything. But we did update a few places in version 1.07. Things we gave up on at the time due to various circumstances that we wanted to make do justice to our original, ver original vision. To give concrete examples, it's stuff like damage, taking expressions and cutscenes, and the way the sky looks in the background. Mm. So that explains the sky difference that we noticed in Reminds that we're not talking about just yet. Why didn't any Final Fantasy characters appear in the main game this time? Why did you add them back in? The story developments of KH3 didn't provide a reason to stop by Radiant Garden, plus work-related issues. They appear in Remind because story developments make them needed and because of the passionate wishes of you fans. So even though they don't have a big role, they now have a sense of presence in the world of KH3. Some Question people seven. are going to be disappointed by it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what are the highlights of the Limit Cut bosses? Who do you want us to pay attention to in particular? We decided to use the new Organization 13 for the Limit Cut bosses. I'm sorry, the real Organization 13. Nomura, do you not even know the names of your groups? That's a little scuffed. But as the project pro progressed, we, we began to feel conflicted over whether or not to leave Shion in there. The development was already underway when I went to discuss it with Yasai, like, maybe we should cut her? Knowing this, I hope you feel just as conflicted when you fight her. She's super strong. Oh, fuck! Early on, you said you wanted to add the equivalent of one world. Did that change? Actually, we did start designing and planning a new world, but the reason why this world would be added in after being separate didn't sit well with me. In the end, I decided it would be better to work, in it, work it in properly from the start next time there's a chance. All the new content added with Remind put together makes more than one world's worth of content. In particular, it was a lot of work making this many bosses. Question 9. What can you say about the secret boss in episode? The secrets contain my thoughts about the future of the series, but with the information out at present, I don't think you'll be able to guess any of it. Some parts of the battle ended up very different from what I requested, but it surprised me in a good way, so take it as it is. Hmm. Question 10. Why did lines from KH1 appear in the final trailer? Those were lines I'd long wanted to put together if I ever got the chance. You may not understand, but the inclusion of those lines is what got the world of Kingdom Hearts approved. There is no mystery to solve this time. They stand at the doorway. What? <laughs> I mean, I get what he means, but it's just like, what? Yeah. 
11. Are there any plans for future updates or DLC? Mm. There are no plans for a hypothetical update as of now, but if issues come up, we will deal with it. Remind is to be the first and only DLC. We are already working on the next title. The Hell title yeah. screen for of Remind serves as a piece of foundation for it. So Kyrie and Sora holding hands sharing papu fruit is the foundation. Is the foundation for what the next title is. Question finally question 12 cuz question 13 is just a message for the fans that's not important. Will you tell us about any plans for future KH projects? We still need some time with regards to mainline Kingdom Hearts. But first up, the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross team will have a surprising announcement tomorrow. Aside from the KH3 and KH Union Cross teams, we actually have two new teams in operation. And from them, one title will be coming surprisingly soon. So, the announcement he's talking about ended up being the Project Xehanort announcement, which we're going to talk about next. And I understood that as one of the two teams he was talking about, but no, that's the Union Cross team working on Project Xehanort based on what he said here. And that there's two more teams working on stuff besides the KH3 team and the Union Cross team. And that one of those games will come out very soon. So he wasn't talking about Project Xehanort according to this translation. What? And we'll talk about Project Xehanort in a minute. Oh my fucking God. But the fact that you tell me there's a new Kingdom Hearts game come out in 2020? Now, that depends on your definition soon. There is a new Kingdom Hearts game coming out in 2020. It's Project Xehanort. But is there another one? That's the question. Holy fuck. Who's excited to play this mobile game? Where are my Union Crossers at? Yeah! Project Xehanort's very interesting. So what happened is they made an announcement. A new Twitter popped up called Project Xehanort. A new website popped up that has a picture of young Xehanort. And it says, how did he become the Seeker of Darkness? Spring 2020. Okay. Then right below that, it says, in-app purchases. Shut up and take my money. In-app purchases. So Shut up and take my money. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a gotcha game. Shut up and take my money. Also, they're doing a contest for um, what do you think the name is going to be? And 10 people win a $100 Amazon gift card. And you just have to say what you think the name's going to be. And hashtag Kingdom Hearts name contest, I think is what it is. Uh, you'll see hashtag. You'll see my entry. I put Kingdom Hearts colon world tour. Mm. Because, you know, Xehanort's on his, on his world tour. Right. I think it's going to have to do with a cutscene in Reminds that we will talk about momentarily. Um, but... It doesn't mean it's a gotcha game to me. It could be like a single player style experience where you like buy items or you it could be a turn based RPG. It could be a chess game. A lot of people saying it's a chess game. I don't think it's a chess game. It's a candy crush game. You fools. It it could be a candy crush (laughs) game where you match different emblems of darkness. I feel Um, like it should be like Puzzle Quest. I'd be down for that. I'd play that shit. I'm going to play it regardless because I host a Kingdom Hearts podcast. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, you can do this mission, but it's going to cost this much energy. Or and then you, you have, have to wait to 20 wait. minutes. <laughs> you have to wait. Xehanort's tired. Unless you have gold bars. Unless you have darkness. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what that comes. What, what's the, the opposite of Lux? <laughs> Zool. <laughs> <Yeah>, Zool. <laughs> 
So we'll see what comes of that. Uh, we'll talk about that more in future episodes, too, when it, when we get more concrete answers. But it says spring of 2020, which in America, that means March, April, May-ish, right? That's spring. So that's coming quick if it's coming. And I wouldn't be surprised if this other title he's talking about, we get a, we get a nice announcement at E3. You think so? You think it'll come out like after the summer? I think it would come out in the fall at that point. Yeah. And then get delayed to January. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. And, that, and at that point, I feel like I'm stuck in a goddamn time loop. <laughs> and every year, a new Kingdom Hearts thing's coming every out. January. Every January. So I, I, I don't know. I'm sick of taking my vacation days in January, guys. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll see what happens with all that. It's all very interesting stuff. So all this is happening on Wednesday as I'm at work. We're waiting for Remind to drop at midnight to play. It, it's just all this nonsense, and then people are posting spoilers because, like, some idiots in New Zealand have the game already. I'm not going to name any names, but they're posting stuff about, oh, look at this boss fight and blah, blah, blah. Certain New Zealanders. Certain New Zealanders. and Certain Kiwis. I, like, had a nervous breakdown almost at work. But anyway, we're doing this episode a little differently because... We want to talk about Remind. We originally weren't going to talk about any spoilers at all. However, I had a couple of you reach out to me and say, hey, we want to know what you think. Can you just do a separate spoiler section? Spoiler, spoiler section. So at the end of the show, there's going to be a spoiler section. So that being said, we are going to do the question of the week right oh now. Oh, my God. Question of the week. Oh, my God. Oh. You can't do that. That's illegal. I want you guys to make a prediction for Remind, and Jace and I will grade your prediction. Mm, okay, 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 okay. First prediction is from Sean's, and it says, Yozora is not the secret boss. We don't fight him at all. Sean's, I'm about to give you an F, my guy. That's an F. That's an F. That's a double F. That's an F. <laughs> That's an F on the keyboard. This Obviously, <laughs> this this segment, too, I probably should have said this before, there might be some spoiler spoilery things based on like we kind of have to confirm or deny some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that big of a spoiler that Yozora is a secret boss. I think that was pretty yeah. obvious. We've been talking about that for weeks, so I'm not that worried about that. But just in case, be be ready to 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 mute us if you're that worried about it. Uh, nominee's best girl says another villain gets brought back to life. And Yen Sid is more swole than Leon. I'm going to give that one an F because yeah, no one is more no swole one's than more Leon. No one's more than Leon. Uh, Sean 2.0 says, the Riku looking for Sora stuff is all cut scenes. None of the looking for Sora stuff will be playable. I'd give him a C on that one. Yeah, it's like half true, half I, not. I think it's half true, half not. Wildcat Diana says, we will learn Luke Sword is connected to Ava and Brain and a scold reveal in the epilogue secret ending. Now, full disclosure... We haven't actually seen the secret ending yet because we haven't beat the limit cut bosses because we're doing that on stream today and tomorrow. So I guess I don't know that Skold's not in the secret ending. Yeah. But I'm going to say a D because I feel like Skold's not in the secret ending. Mm. Lingering Aura says, my first one is regarding closure for Zack, but that's only if Cloud and Sephiroth show up in Remind. Even then, I'm doubtful Zack will be brought up again, but I'd love to have some closure for the man. I'm going to give her A because... I want Cloud and Sephiroth and Remind, and they weren't. So that's an A. 
A second prediction would take place before Diana's second one, where it's Lee and Issa discovering Scold's location and heading off to find her. Again, don't think that happens. We'll give you a C on that one. Uh, Brundocks as a late. Oh no, this is. Oh, Brundocks has a question of the week for last week. Okay, 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 okay. We okay, have a couple okay. of those, and actually, we'll get to them in a minute. So we'll be back, Brundocks. Egglag twenty nine says Jiminy Cricket is revealed to be the master of masters. I'll gi- I'm giving you a Z. I'm giving you a band. <laughs> I'm giving you a band hammer. Uh, actually, my favorite part of the Rebind DLC was how little Jiminy Cricket was involved. He so, did not have a single line. He didn't say one thing about in the darkness, the heart, the darkness control. I think the only scene he was in was like the very end. The box says, I have no prediction because all I want from this series won't be in Remind. Because if it were, the game would be rated 18 plus. Oh. I'm going to give you an X for X rated. <laughs> also, in Remind, it is revealed that Sterletzia is Sora's mom. That'd be a twist. It's a, Dinner's ready. I'm going to give you an M for M. Night Shyamalan. Good twist. <laughs> this rating this rating skill's gotten out of control already. <laughs> Master of Masters Master. My Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind predictions are a playable Xehanort, any Nort, but probably young Xehanort, a playable Mickey, and either Sora or Riku meeting confronting the Master of Masters, a.k.a. my apprentice, LOL. Something I'm not expecting, but love to see Mirage Arena or something similar. You know, I'm going to give you a B, because I really like I really like our arena to return. Oh, yeah. While it's not correct, I would really enjoy that. So I'm going to give you a B. And then no comment on the other stuff, because I'm trying not to spoil things. Because some of that is right and some of that is not. Oh. Strawberry Mango Baby says some of the 13 boss fights aren't org members but are secretly other bosses. Yeah. I'm giving you uh, the Greek letter key for that one because <laughs> <laughs> why not? And sorry, they're all organization members. Tyler Tyler Rims. Yozora absolutely has to be the secret boss. No way they'd spill the beans on his purpose so soon. He's the lingering will. I'll give you an A on that one. We'll learn more about Luke Sword and maybe his Keyblade Legacy or whatever. Maybe get a real name. Yeah. <laughs> eh, eh, I'll give you a, a mad- H for hell no. <laughs> uh, Demix will either get the same treatment or it's just us seeing how Roxas actually got to fight to the fight so fast. Maybe the Rev Club body that Riku left was used for Roxas while the other one that Demix brought to the Enzo was used for Nominee in the end. Uh, I'm going to give you a D for it's Demix time. Uh, playable Lee please don't let me down Papa Nomura let me have this and I'm going to give you a, a S for sad guy hours <laughs> like I'm just telling, just letters letters Jip214 says I think the Luke Sword fight is just the 13 darknesses and 7 lights playing poker mm. also I think you're going to play as Riku for most of Remind I'm going to give you a J for you've been gypped. You've been gypped. <laughs> Door to Light says, I thought about it for a couple days, and now I think we're going to discover some sort of dark revelation while exploring Scala Ed Kayim. I feel like something that, something that beautiful must have something dark lurking beneath his surface. I'm going to give you a M E for maybe. An E for Ericus is a dumbass. Not related to anything you said. No, I just no. hate Ericus. <laughs> Pandavan says, LOL, the age of fairy tales is what's buried underneath, replying to what uh, Door to Light's saying. And that's true. That is what's underneath Skyled Kaim. We saw it in the boss fight. But that's Kingdom March 3. That's not a Remind thing. Right. 
Kyrie's bro says, so I'm predicting the secret boss will be a set. We will get some Kingdom Hearts Union Cross information. They will throw an Olympus Coliseum, maybe, and we will finally find out why Kyrie is acting all weird, not eating slash crystal death. Random guesses, really. Um, yes and no. I'm going to give you a... Why for yesent? Yesent. <laughs> yesent. You yesent. Mr. LeBamp says, my last minute prediction for Remind is that there will be more DLC. Why mm. create KH4 so soon when you already have great graphics and anything to build upon? Keep pumping out big story updates like the Destiny franchise did is doing. As much as I love KH, I don't want to have Destiny. to earn scan and dodge roll again. S- Destiny! Mr. Obamp also says, I also appreciate you guys reading all my shitty answers each week. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm giving you an S for shitty. <laughs> Master Vodka. Last minute prediction. Very few people are going to use the custom greeting slideshow responsibly. And David Gallagher's <laughs> voice acting as Riku will continue to sound as though he's doing it against his will. Yeah. Um, so Master, Master Vodka is correct. I already saw a one where it's Kyrie's very close to the camera and looking horrified. And behind her on Destiny Island, Riku, or Sora's bent down. It looks like he's giving Riku a blowy. Yeah. So It doesn't look like he's that impressed, though. He's kind of like no, Riku, well, Riku looks more shocked, like Kyrie saw him, uh, kind of thing. Like, but they're like out in the middle on the beach. It's yeah. like they weren't hiding; <laughs> they weren't hiding anywhere. <laughs> I I do think the greeting mode is awesome, and I think there's going to be a lot of memes. Oh yeah, stemmed from that. I actually made a channel on our Discord just for that. So if you guys want to post your favorite <laughs> photos that you've taken, please do. Try to keep it safe for work, please. <laughs> I mean, what what could they possibly do? I don't know, dude. That blowjob thing is not well, that wasn't safe for work. So I'm giving Master Vodka an N S F W, not safe for work. Aqua Step Bro, what are you doing, Step Bro? Says short and sweet last minute prediction. We will be left with more questions than answers. And for that prediction, probably the best prediction we prediction we have in here. I'm going to give you an N for Nomura. Yes, because that's no how we always rank. Only, only no mirrors deal in absolutes. That didn't make any sense. No. Anyway, uh, I got a couple uh, last week's question of the week. So I want to read real quick before we take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brundock yeah, says, yeah, yeah. as a late entry, I'd like to say that a really underappreciated theme for me is "Lazy Afternoons." Ooh, yeah. The music from Roxas' prologue in Cage Two, which it is then infuriatingly replaced with "Afternoon Streets" for the rest of the game. Yeah. It's just so calming, and it's a shame you don't really get to hear it more. When I'm feeling really sad or overwhelmed, I just put in the 30-minute version of Lazy Afternoons and take a drive through the woods, and I'm feeling instantly better. Bring it back for Remind, Nomura. I don't even think we go to Twilight Town and Remind, do we? No. no. I, there, I, there might be some part where like there's like a, a remixed version of it. Yeah, and we weren't paying attention. That's yeah. possible. Mel, the Secret Reports Mel, says, Sorry, this is for last week's. You don't have to read it aloud, but I want to say it anyway. Well, we're reading it aloud, Mel. But I think it it began with a letter. It's super underrated. It's so relaxing, and I often had it on repeat when I did homework as a teen. I know that one. I know that one. That's a good one. That or Digital Domination. It has a great drop around a minute 55. Digital Domination? That's That's a 3D track. Very good 3D track. And then finally, we did. Yeah, okay. Mr. LeBamp had one, and it said, on top of last week's question, though, I'd love to see an orchestral version of Don't Think Twice. 
but not from KH. But Bob Dylan's Don't Think Twice. It's all right in Kingdom Hearts. Absolutely mad. And I'm mad giving lad. you an S for shit on that one, too, Mr. <laughs> the absolute mad lad. All right, so that's the question of the week. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, we don't have, like, a fun ad this week. We're, we're just going to talk about our stream today, later today. So if you're listening to this before 3 o'clock uh, or during 3 o'clock or any – actually, probably we're going to be streaming for a long time. So starting yeah. at 3 o'clock Eastern, Jason and I will be on our Twitch at twitch.tv slash Super Spike Getty Bros. Super Spike Getty Bros, Yes, right? yes. Twitch.tv slash Super Spike Getty Bros. We will be streaming uh, Limit Cut boss fights. Oh, yeah. And we've Jason's fought a couple – just, you know, as a test ground after we beat the main thing of Remind. And they're rough. They're rough. He's been doing a lot of grinding today to prepare for this live stream. Yes. But I've heard of people level 99 getting absolute shit on by yeah. some of them. So we're pretty excited to do that. Oh, and, yeah. And we're talking standard mode. We're not even talking oh, no, proud or crit. Proud or crit, yeah. Because this is the file we used for our Let's Play. So, right. Like I said, 3 p.m. Eastern standard time on twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros we will be streaming for a long time oh yeah and so even if it's like eight o'clock right now uh, eastern where you are hop on we'll probably be there we will also be streaming the next day we don't have a time for that yet but it will be sometime in the afternoon till sometime in the evening right also we will be announcing the winners of the funko pop contest on stream oh both God. the twitter the twitter users and the discord users Thank you to everybody who entered that contest. You guys are amazing. But that will be um, – and don't worry if you can't catch the stream and, and, and you want to know if you won. I will be reaching out to everybody who won. But I think it will be fun to do like a drawing. Jason loses a fight. I draw a new winner. Jason loses a fight. I draw a new winner. <laughs> I think it will be pretty fun. They're so, going to go like fucking hot kicks, get there at the start of the stream. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to see yourself win, you better get there quick. Uh, but, yeah, so – Please, uh, I hope you will look forward to that. Welcome back, everybody, to the Answer Report podcast. Jason, let's talk about Remind. This is going to be a non-spoiler discussion of Remind. Non-spoiler. And then when we shift into spoilers, we will give you a warning in case you haven't played it yet or you have an Xbox. So, Goofy dies again. Goofy dies again. Spoiler. No. Uh, so, Jason, overall, what do you think of Remind so far? We haven't... To, to full disclosure... We beat the remind portion of it, and, and then what happens the is once story. you beat the remind portion, it unlocks the limit cut portion, and we haven't beaten the limit cut portion. I know there is a tiny bit of story in that, but it's mostly like a secret ending kind of thing once you beat all the 13 and the secret boss, right? Right, right. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know anything about it, so we're not going to talk about that. But Jason, what did you think of remind, um, at least the uh, remind portion of remind? Absolutely ballin'. Absolutely ballin'. I had a great time with it. Absolutely ballin'. It starts off a little slow. We we probably played 15 minutes and it's just cut scenes. And but it then, was hype. And then you fight a couple bosses that you fought before. So it starts off a little slow, but then once you really get into it and, and it starts getting real crazy. The cutscenes were dope, by the way. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. That part was dope. I meant the gameplay starts off a little slow. Oh, yeah, yeah. But which was fine because you were a little out of practice, and I think it helped that yeah. you were fighting bosses that weren't necessarily super dangerous and that you had fought before. Yeah. Um, so I could get back into the swing of things. Right, right. So I thought the added... First of all, the first three cutscenes are, are kind of just added 
like things that you would have thought you'd seen in the base game similar yeah. to like how a final mix would work already yeah you know, like kingdom Hearts 2 final mix added some cutscenes that explained a little more that people were confused about right and that's kind of what happens with these two um two of them I'll, I'll say because they're in the trailer but it's the zigbar luke sword talk and yes. the uh young xehanort master masters talk right and to be honest, both of those cutscenes are just like teases anyway. They right. don't they, turn into. Anything. They don't really turn anything in the game, but they're they are good teases. I liked. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the banter between the characters. Then there's a third cutscene that is pretty exhibition. Uh, exhibition. What what's the word I want? Exhibition. Exposition. It's exposition heavy, and it kind of explains more of how the um. The how the 13 darknesses that we have here all came to be like who's who's a who's a um a time, time traveler, traveler who is a a a, a nobody a nobody vessel, vessel who's a, a clone like you know what i mean so they explain all that kind of and it is a little heavy-handed yeah like that cutscene, i think i think for like the average player it would be good yeah especially I, if you haven't played in a while like like us we're we're consuming cage content like and talking about cage content like every fucking week, right. but I think for somebody who's like, oh, KH three, uh, DLC, dope, and they haven't played, right? I think it would be a good recap, for sure, for sure. But to me, it kind of reeked of um, uh, Ellen Page's character in Inception, where she really just exists to explain like all the like she asks questions that the audience is thinking. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's like, wait, so how come Cobb can sleep when he da da da? And and then Joseph Gordon Levitt's like, well, actually, and it's like that's not how people talk, and it's not good writing, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about that a little bit. But anyway, th- we're kind of this is a weird what we're talking about. But overall, I loved Remind. I loved the changes they made to certain things. Yeah. I loved. Um, it explains a lot of the stuff that people chalked up to like sleeping around theory or just weird video game stuff yeah it, it closes a lot of those holes it creates more yeah as nomura is prone to do um you get to control a lot of cool characters oh yeah that you don't normally get to control some you don't get to control but i feel like you should have been able to and i thought that was weird yeah um there's there's you know like in the trailer there's a explorer explorable skull Kayam. Which I thought was really cool. Oh yeah. Um, and overall, it was more than I thought it was. Too. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, you know, it's about four hours. Yeah. That part of it. You died once, so it wasn't terribly difficult. No. And it makes sense who you died as. Yeah. Um. <laughs> True. You'll have to watch the Let's Play to see that. <laughs> but yeah, I I really enjoyed Remind, and I think I've seen some people be negative on it, and I understand. Because this is hard to talk about without spoilers, but you 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 redo a lot of things in Remind, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people are, oh, I'm just playing the, this part of the game again. And I get that. However, let me paint a scenario for you. The internet doesn't exist. Downloadable content is not a thing. But everything else exists as normal in the world, in this alternate reality. Okay. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. A year later or so, Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix comes out. Uh-huh. You put that disc in your PlayStation, and you have to play through the whole game again 
with very minor changes. Yes. Just Bef- to get to the end where all the changes are. Just to get are. to the part where all the changes are. Instead, what this does is you pay half the money. You're not paying $60. You're paying 30 Mm-hmm. 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 And they try not to waste your time and put the... And they still end up wasting your time a little bit in certain sections, but... So they, they put this new stuff in, and instead of having to start over, which I love Kingdom Hearts 3. I, I don't mind playing, replaying Kingdom Hearts 3, but a lot of people's complaints that I saw was, I'm just doing the same thing over again. Yeah, that's what a final mix deal, that's what a final mix is. <laughs> that's what it is. That's literally you what You play it through is. the whole game again, maybe they change some mechanics so it's better, and then you get to fight uh, the boss of the next game at, at the end because you unlocked it, and maybe Kurt Zeezer or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's That's what it is. Yeah. Nothing's changed other than you're, it's cheaper. Right. And it's, I think there's more changes in this than there would be in the typical final mix update, don't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. More changes like for the better? In, in, like, KH2 final mix, there's maybe a half hour worth of added cutscenes. Right. And then you get the, the bosses. Whereas, like, in this, it's freaking, like, Two hours at least of cutscenes, right? Oh yeah, and and some the of them are the same cutscenes. Don't get me wrong. Some of it, yeah. But I think a lot of it. If you would just cut to where everything was different, it wouldn't make any. It would make even less sense. Yeah, like you'd be like, especially if you haven't played KH3 in a while. I I don't have the every cutscene memorized from that game. Right. So because you're watching the cutscene, and a lot of times, like Mike and I were sitting there, and we're like. Oh, nothing's changed here. But then it does. Right. Something does change. Like it, the the cutscenes will go completely different than what happened in the actual game. Right, for sure. And so I guess Or there'll be a twist or something like that. I guess I don't understand that complaint. I, I I'm not here to tell people how to feel. I just feel like it's a nitpick in my if opinion. If you're nitpicking that and you're nitpicking um that doesn't make any sense. I've seen people say that. This is Kingdom Hearts, guys. <laughs> this is the most sense I feel like it's made in a while. <laughs> this is Kingdom Hearts, okay? Like, if, if you, you liked Kingdom Hearts 3, but you don't like Remind, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that KH3 vanilla is so much more confusing than KH3 Remind. And KH3 Remind makes KH3 vanilla make more sense as well. Right, right. There's still some unanswered questions. Don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, most And there's definitely. still... It's like really uh, time travel warbly, but anything with time travel has that issue. Like that's not a Kingdom Hearts issue. Yeah. Like unless they break time, like Back to the Future breaks down time travel in the most simplest way. And we know from like real science that time travel would not work that way if it were possible. Yeah. You know, it would be more messy. It would be more like what Kingdom Hearts does or what like Avengers kind of did. It Like it's messy. Yeah. It's not. And so... There were times, you know, when I'm playing it and I, or watching you play it, and I go, what is going on right now? I think I said that <laughs> multiple times. But that's more an exclamation of, like, I want to understand, and they're going to tell me, and then they do. Like, yeah. there, there was nothing there I left going, huh, I don't get this, other than... Like, one scene, but then it's, like, explained way later. That and... Not if I was confused by it, I was already confused about it in KH three, and it just didn't clear it up for me. Mm. It wasn't like a new problem. Yeah, I guess. And again, we haven't seen the secret ending. I've heard the secret ending is pretty bonkers. Um, oh boy, that it, it's it's really thrown some people. According to Twitter, it's really thrown some people for a loop. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to see that. 
So I guess we'll have more info on that. But anything else we can really talk about without going into spoiler territory? Um, well, we can talk about the free stuff. Yes, you're right. Oathkeeper. Well, Oathkeeper and Oblivion. Absolutely fucking ballin'. We haven't played with Oblivion yet because Jason is a clown and hasn't been critical. <laughs> I, I, I will point out, for those of you that are critically challenged. Oh, that sounds like a really bad. No. People that don't want to play critical or are not, are not capable of playing critical. You can start a new game file with the new uh, fast pass on. Yeah. Making everything really fast and easy. Yeah. And still on critical, and then you could still get Oblivion that way. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I, I want Oblivion, but I there's no way I'm doing a crit run, maybe maybe try it with the fast pass and see how you feel. Yeah. And, um, well, and there's tons of resources on the internet too to help you with it. I know, but some people just don't have time, man. Yeah, I you know? can see that. The older you get, the less you have time to go. I'm gonna play this game on the hard difficulty and so I can enact the, the, I get the that. evil the evil boy Keyblade. You know. Yeah. Uh, but Oathkeeper is OP. It feels we, good. We looked. Ultimate weapon has one higher stat in strength and magic than it does. Yeah. But I feel like the form change is really good. Oh yeah. Um. The and you get double wield. Yeah. You get wield. you get oathkeeper uh. in the form change. Oblivion. God, why do I keep doing that? You get oblivion in the form change. So I'm assuming <laughs> they have the same form change. Yeah. But that's still really cool. Oh yeah. And the animations for it are so good. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was gonna crash the game at one point. It was so good. Oh, the shot lock? The yeah. shot lock is insanely yeah. good. Yeah. That's like one of the best animations in the game. For sure. They added some new abilities, which I didn't... You didn't equip them right away because you didn't have enough AP. I mean, do they, how do you feel about that? I haven't played played, so... Um, well, it... I'm an Xbox so gamer, like, so I haven't gotten to play yet. It made it so that there's like a faster animation for like... If you do a dash and then attack... It makes that animation faster and, like, less floaty. It feels good. Okay. Um, as opposed to, like, like you know, like, when you do the, the skip in uh, Olympus, where you do the dash, attack, dash, attack, mm-hmm. dash, attack, it's faster. Oh, okay. So it feels good. Okay, cool. And then the greeting mode, the photo greeting mode. Yeah, that was we, cool. We, we messed around with it a little bit. I, we were I like wish... in the middle of the let's play though, yeah. so it was like we just beat the boss or right. whatever at the end. Like we were gonna go into the limit cut, so we were like, "All right, let's just go to the limit cut." Yeah. And then we were messing around with it. I I think some of the areas could be a little more like Destiny Island was a little Destiny disappointing. Island was a little constrained. I I wanted to be able to like we wanted to recreate the Superman video I was in the back with Vanitas, yeah, but we couldn't get him on the <laughs> pier, and so we were pretty upset about that. Yeah, um, which it's like weird because it's like. That has it's like fully rendered, like yeah, but they didn't set it up as a gameplay environment. I've heard the the other areas are a little better with that. It's just Destiny Island wasn't set up as a gameplay area, and that's mm. why. And it's the same reason why you can't use um Lee or Shion in their new outfits or Isa because they didn't make a gameplay render for that. They just oh, have the movie render for okay. it. So. That makes sense with us now, but I I think it's really cool. I think people are gonna make some absolutely vile, disgusting things, <laughs> with or that. really cool things. Yeah, or really cool things. I'm excited to just like make things and then tell people, hey, this happened in my game. Has this happened to anybody else? <laughs> I want to make a bunch of fake leaks. A bunch of fake leaks. Um, <laughs> Namira has given us way too much power <laughs> with the data greeting. Too much power. But yeah, that's cool. That wasn't part of the free DLC, though. That's just part of Remind. Oh, that's true. Right. 
There's a new photo. There's a slideshow mode. You can right. like watch your, or you can you can make a movie. You with can make your a movie. Picture. We haven't touched that at all, so no. I don't know how that works. No, and they also and then, increase the cap on your pictures as well. Yes, there's more pictures. Also, the game looks a lot better. Yeah, a lot of the um, sky boxes look really more. They're more detailed, and oh, yeah. they have a lot of more color. The cutscenes look crisp. Um, like Sora and Riku, they one of the first cutscenes they play. In the story is the one at the end where Sora decides he's going to go after Kyrie, and they look more like their models from the secret movie than they did before. Like their eyes are much brighter and yeah. bigger, and Mickey, you can see his fuzzy, disgusting fur. <laughs> he looks like a he's made out of felt <laughs> all surrounding his head. So, no, I'm really impressed with this DLC overall. I think $30 was a great amount for it. I highly recommend it, and I haven't even finished it. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. The only point taken off is no Sephiroth. Yeah, I mean, there's more I would have liked to see that we didn't get, but a lot of it was like wishful thinking stuff. Right? Yeah. Um, That's I, the only thing. I knew it wasn't going to answer a lot of questions about the story going forward. Oh, no, you no. Know? And a lot of people are like, well, it's going to reveal Union Cross, and it's going to... Master Masters teases you a little bit. He looks like he's going to take off his hood at one point, and then he doesn't do it. Yeah. That son of a bitch. We'll get you. Dude, at one point, I was like, oh, my God, no, it's fucking Demix, just like how he was acting. Yeah. I was like, please, God, no. <laughs> not and, like this. And you don't know if it is or not. It right. still could be Demix. Uh, All right. Anything else we can talk about before we start getting into the spoilers like here? Heavy spoilers. Uh... I don't think so. So that being said, folks, I'm gonna give you. We're gonna give you ten seconds of silence to get to get out. Yeah. And then after that ten seconds, Jason is gonna blurt the most spoilerific thing he can think of. <laughs> and so, if you haven't shut off the podcast by then, you will hear it. Okay, oh my God. so the countdown, if, if you're an Xbox player or and, and you care about spoilers or if you just haven't had a chance to play it and you care about spoilers, your 10 seconds starts now. There's a whole year jump at the end of the fucking DLC. Oh, you're right. That that's the biggest spoiler you you wanted there, dude. Yeah, because yeah. it does it does like a whole fucking jump. It's like one year later, fucking Kyrie's pretty much been dead for a year. Yeah. She's asleep. Yeah, and Sora's been dead for a year. Right. And Riku's kind of like, well, we can't find him. Right. So anyway, let's. let's <laughs> I feel get, like he should be more that, dire. That was that was actually that was a good call on one of the bigger spoilers. Let's kind of go through this. Um. So it starts with that, that Zigbar lose you scene. We don't really find out anything of it. It's basically just what we saw in the trailer where they're both like, who, uh, who, who, like who are you? Luke, Luke no. Sword. Who are you? Luke Sword knows more than he, than he, um, than you thought. He lets on to Zigbar. Hey, I know that you told me to do this and that, um, you, it's not a, it's it, not, it's not what the organization wants. It's what you want. Right. But I'm going to play along. And then Zigbar ends it with, who are you, Luke Sword? That's the real question. Then we get the Master Masters and uh, Young Xehanort cutscene. And that cutscene, I believe, is just setting up Project Xehanort. Yeah. I really believe that's all that was doing. Um, it kind of does like a... You can tell this is where part of the reason that Xehanort became evil was the Master Masters kind of manipulated him. It's really uh, devious and really uh, 
evil master of masters. I think he, they really do a good job of set because before he just seems kind of aloof. Like yeah. he he's more chaotic than anything. You don't know if he's he knows what's going to happen or what he wants to happen. This he's clearly manipulating young Xehanort to be this guy that does but to this think thing. like it's his idea. Right, right. And so you're like, okay, he's he's more than just chaotic. He, he there's an evil plan here. So I really liked that, even though it wasn't didn't really have much to do with story. Yeah. Then it cuts to seventy five years later, and this is the cutscene I was talking about earlier, where it's it's very uh uh they're explaining a lot to you, yeah. and it's Master Xehanort, seventy five years later, old man Syax and Zigbar, and they're basically just talking about the different um members of the real organization and how they got to where they be. Uh, Vanitas, Ansem, Zenmus. Their hearts are all coming to these vessels we have for them. And Marluxia, Larxene, and Luxord are reformed nobodies. And, um, but we need another one. So we have number, number I. The imaginary which, number. Was that, was that explained before that that's Shion's name and that's why her name is Shion? Is that her number I? I? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, number I. That's so stupid. Yeah. That's dumb. It's an imaginary number. Right. I know. She doesn't exist. It's all she's dumb. Number, it's all dumb. Instead of number um, 14, she's number I. Yeah. So basically they explain how they got what they want. And then it cuts to the meat of the DLC where Sora, after the battle, he decides he's going to go after Kyrie, and we pick up with him then. And Chirithi explains, hey, if you do this, you are going to disappear. You'll die. Which we know to be You'll true. You'll lose your power, unable to, unable to come back. It's not necessarily like die. You'll leave this world. Right. So you'll end up in Shibuya. Yeah. By the 104 building. So. Yeah. Because it's the world ends with you. Um, so he starts off at the moment they first arrive at the Keyblade Graveyard. And they kind of, it's they do this cool thing where they play the scene, but then Chirithi's talking over it. And you mm. see Ven get bodied, and that's when Sora's soul first jumps up to try and catch him. And the chair literally said, you will not be able to physically help. Right? Like, Charity pretty much says that. And the first thing he does is try to physically help. Yeah. And I was like, classic Sora. However, he does end up he being able to physically help. help. So it's pretty, stra- it's pretty strange what they do. Um, well, Charity's like, I don't know what you're going to be able to do. Right. I guess he doesn't say, hey, I know for a fact you won't be able to help. He goes, I don't know what you're going to be able to do. Yeah. I thought, I'll have to watch it again, but I, I, I think that's what happens. Yeah. So It's kind of like, hey, you can do this, but I don't know exactly how much you're going to be able to do. This might end up not working at all. Right. So it plays out as normal. We get the Zeta Flare. Um, Aqua gets bodied, but you can see, oh, Aqua sees a bunch of dark Aquas, and that's why she's so freaked. And... Then everybody gets taken away, and then they... And that scene's really hot. Yeah. The dark aqua scene. It is pretty hot. Um, it then cuts the whole Lich thing out, which is great. Yeah. Don't need to do that again. But we're back when after Sora saves everybody, and it's the same rift. But before that, we see Namine in wherever they are, like the station of... Yeah, so it's kind of like a hub thing where, like... That's where Sora really is, which is his own station of awakening. Right. And he is traversing to the other people's station of waking by... Because, like, 
their hearts. Pretty much, it, there's this blue aura that pops up on somebody's heart whenever Sora is there. Right. So, like, normally he resides in himself, and that's why you traverse through and go and do those battles again. And then once he links up with somebody, he traverses from his heart to their heart, and then will either, like, unlock something or transverse into somebody else's. Right. Um, so, anyway, he, needs, he meets yeah. Nominee. And she says, hey, I've been trying to link up with Tara, his heart, or his will. And so he goes, cool, go back to the world meets the sky. Go there. Like, go back to the final world. Go back, or go to the final world, not go back. Go to the final world. So the reason Nominee's there, when we see her in the original game, is because Sora told her to be there. But then when you talk to her as Sora, she doesn't say that. So that's a little weird. Yeah. Right. So then it cuts back to like they're back at the Keyblade graveyard and uh, Lingering Will shows up and we get to see what happens between Terranor and Lingering Will that we didn't and get to see. And it's fucking dope. There, there's some sick fucking DBZ battling going on between uh, Terranor and Lingering Will. Like just the beam, 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 beam. Oh, yeah. Beam, beam, beam in the distance, you know? Right. Like they're just lights bouncing into each other. Right. And it's that, like some Pokemon 2000 bullshit yeah. with Mewtwo and Mew. Yeah, that's true. It is like that. Most iconic duo of all time, Mewtwo and Mew. And they're... Yeah. So anyway, Lingering Well is about to get crushed into bits. Okay. The Guardian... Or no, it was... Was it Terranort that had... Or was it Guardian? I think it was Guardian's the Guardian hand. Guardian had his hand and was going to crush it. crush the helmet. Which, which is Terra. It's Terra crushing Terra. Being controlled by Terra. Yes. Terra's body, possessed by Xehanort, is telling Terra... His heart. His heart to crush Lingering Will. His, his will. will. Okay. So then Sora pops out of Lingering Will. Well, he pops out of the ground. Yeah, you're right. He pops out of the ground to save Lingering Will because he connected to his heart and that allowed him to show up in a physical form for some reason. You fight Terranort. And uh, and you win the fight, but then you lose, and then it goes to darkness. And then the game just cuts to being in the maze, being in the maze, and taking on the fights. And you're like, huh? So everything plays out as it's supposed to. You help, um, you go help Riku, but you can play as Riku, which is dope. Yeah. But that fight plays out almost 100 percent the same, except the endemic shows up for his one cameo yep. to take the. Uh, the vessel. Yep, and the say replica. it's Demix time. My favorite part of the whole DLC. <laughs> it was fucking cringe. I'm sorry. Jason hates it, but I love it. I think it's great. So then, you go to help Mickey, and literally, and this is one of the complaints I saw. You go to help Mickey. You can't play as Mickey. Nothing changes. That fight is exactly the same. Yeah. And so it's like that could have been caught, but then it would have been a well, little confusing. Well, you do get the team up with Mickey, which is kind of Yeah, cool. they add the team up, which is cool. Then that team well, up is... Well, you can't play as Mickey, like... Because he gets bodied, he gets put in the card. Right. Right. But I, I that's been people's complaint, is that mm. that fight should have been cut. I, I don't disagree. I think it would have been confusing. And well, the idea is that... So when, when you're fighting Lingering Will, you're Sora from the future, right? Mm-hmm. And then he gets swallowed by darkness, and so the player, like, Sora's actually in darkness right now. 
Sora, Sora for the future. Past Sora is just doing what he's usually yeah, doing. Yeah, so you just keep playing through as past Sora, and that's what confused me at first, because in when he fights Terra, he goes, yeah, you're not the only one who can time travel. So he has all the past knowledge, right? right? But then when you go and you fight like Zigbar and stuff, Sora says the same stuff over right. again. Like because it plays it's not through. future Sora, it's past Sora. Because you're playing as past Sora and- as... I think what made it confusing is that you can select to be as Riku because we're thinking, oh, we're possessing Riku's heart. No. But no, that was just a gameplay conceit. Yeah. It, and so it wasn't a like thematic storytelling thing. It was right. you just get to play as Riku. That's cool. And then you don't come back as future Sora until you defeat the Guardian. Right. Because what happens is really Sora dives into Terra's heart, but it's so surrounded in darkness that he feels like he's drowning underwater so, he doesn't dive into his heart he gets protected by the guardian is what yeah, he's saying yeah by tara's heart Tara protected me his yeah. heart protected me but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless you're saying tara has the minimal amount of control and that's all he could do and then when seeing ven cry he finally has the control to be the guardian you know what i mean yeah or you could say that like sora was there to help strengthen him too possible but Sora doesn't remember shit so right. I, I don't think that's necessarily true so Mickey Mickey fight happens the uh well he unlocks his heart what Sora unlocks his heart oh you mean few, past Sora yeah yeah oh, okay okay I get what you're saying yeah 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 but no he had already done he had already went and swooped up Aqua and Venba at that point oh yeah and yeah. It ripped off the thing and <laughs> And he, so, yes, but he didn't. I mean, he was gonna crush himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Unless the theory is that Lingering yeah. Will's heart or Lingering Will went into him at that point when he got crushed. Right. When the armor that got gave crushed. him the will. Right. That's possible. So anyway. But they don't really show it. You, no. you kind of have to infer it. They, if, the harm. The armor just crushes the pieces. Yeah. Um. So then, they. Uh, that fight happens. That's fine. You go to the sea salt trio, and there's a there's a different cutscene in the front of that. Actually, there are different cutscenes in the front of both those battles where Vanitas kind of goes into detail and says some shit about how him and Ven are not the same. Yeah, he was just lying and waiting in there, waiting. That like they're not actually the perfect halves, right? And a lot of people believe that this is leading to Ven killed Sterletia. But it was Vanitas inside Ven. Mm. A lot of people think they, that's why they, they went on that rant is because they're trying to push that. Mm. Um, however, when he says, like, I am darkness, like, four times. Right. Well, <laughs> there, the thing we didn't talk about already, we missed something already, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. When you first start and you go into Ven's heart, there's, like, a disembodied voice that says, I am darkness, and then you fight um, a souped-up version of dark inferno yeah who people think is ephemer's heartless because maybe because of the so the scarf i think that whatever's going on there has more to do with that than the other thing but people really think the vanitas thing so we'll see yeah um anyway moving on to the sea salt trio there's some more shion explanation and how uh, zen this goes on about how uh, you used to know this person, and they're back for revenge. Axel and Axel just kind of like, ah, oh, I don't care. Everybody's rooting for me. Blah, 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 you yeah. Know? And but you can see it starts to affect Shion when she hears the name Axel and Roxas. Mm-hmm. 
Then the fight happens as normal, and we get some explanation of how Roxas and Shion came back. Yeah, they, and, they they explain it better, and you get some behind the scenes type stuff going on. Right, Roxas uh, and Sora connect, and then Roxas comes. I still understand how Roxas come flying out of the fucking sky like a fucking Super Saiyan. You know, <laughs> I, that doesn't make sense to me, but um, it, it gives you a little more explanation. As to how Shion and Sora would connect, and then also how Roxas and does this weird thing with the recruitment sigil. That I don't really understand why they did it. Well, because when when Zemnis would like find a new person, he would give them the the sigil, right? Yeah, but they're like, "This is that what this is what name. originally bonded us," and it's like, "Well, why isn't Syax showing his?" And why is you know what I mean? Like that bonded all of them. That's not what bonded those three. They all had it, right? So it's like, I don't know. That kind of came out of nowhere for me. Mm. It's I like, can see that. And, the, and then Rex is like, I just wanted to own it instead of having him own it. And I was just like, oh, okay, I, I get it. Thematically, you guys are breaking free of his control. I get it. Like, I didn't mm. think that was necessary. But maybe I missed something about it that was cool. I don't mm. know. I thought it was dope. So then you control Roxas, who is the most overpowered character in the game. But then also, like, Syax was hard as fucking Yeah, ball. you struggled with it, because yeah. they made Syax harder. Yeah. And you fight Zemnis, too. Like, when Shion joins your team, yeah. Zemnis helps. But also, what was weird is there's a fight with, with Shion, Roxas, and Axel, right? They fight Zemnis. That's the fight that happens first. And... You can do team up moves with him, and Axel goes, "Hey, let's go get him!" You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was that was dope. It, it was dope. But Axel has his Keyblade back, even though Zemnis still gets rid of it. Yeah. And then when Sora, Kyrie gets taken, and Sora's going to fight, Axel suddenly fucking hurt again. Like he, like he had he had just gotten blasted by the lasers, but he had been in another fight, so it was that was a little wonky. They could have done yeah. a better job fixing that up, because because Shion's like. Axel, you rest. And like, what the fuck? He was just like doing flips in the air and throwing his chakras, chakrams and saying, get what's ours. You know, yeah. like it's so, time to wake up. Yeah. So it, it that was a little that, that yeah. they could have done that better. They could have like they literally could have just added another cutscene of him just getting like blasted by something. Yeah. As, you know, as Emma leaves or something. as Emma leaves, he like shits on him or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that would have been. Like he goes to try and save Kyrie. Well, even. it's still a plot hole anyway that he'd get his keyboard key keyboard. Keyblade back. Yeah, I don't really care Again, about the Keyblade. Because the key then later he, he's shooting Kingdom Hearts with it. Right. The only problem I have with the Keyblade is that Zemnis actually says the words, you lost your Keyblade and you still want to play as a Guardian. You know? Yeah. Um, They could just remove that line. Well, and I feel like they changed the animation of it when he breaks it. Because I feel like in Vanilla Cage, he literally like breaks and it yeah, kind of like, shatters. Yeah, I remember it shattering. And then in the second one, in in Remind, it kind of just looks like it goes away. Yeah, like as if like so, as if have... Axel put it away. Oh yeah, Zemnis had new lines. I was gonna say maybe they could yeah. get Peter St. Paul in there to. No, he has new lines. But he has new lines. So, yeah, that's confusing. And I know they got Quentin Flynn in there. Yeah. So I guess I don't understand why they didn't change that. That's the one. That's the one. Like my big complaint about th- this DLC is that yeah. it's like there's certain things they fixed and then it made other things broken and they didn't fix the things they broke. Right. You know. Um. But that that's very rare. It only happens. That's the only time I can think of it really happens. Yeah. Um. Anyway, then we move on like we do. Three dads fight. Three dads fight is fine. Kyrie gets crystallized. Yep. And. 
then the scene's still playing out, but Sora's kind of like, Pat, future Sora's like, oh, fuck, I'm running out of time. What do I do? And then Mickey comes to him and is talking to him and says, he crystallized Kyrie as a trump card. Ha ha ha. He didn't really kill her. Ha ha. And you're like, what? And then Mickey doesn't show up again, like, in that, like, how was Mickey able to can talk with him at that yeah, point? Yeah, well, because, like, Mickey's in the middle of stops. Like, right. He's being stopped. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, it's Kingdom Hearts. None of it makes any sense. So then, Sora dives into Skylid Kylum before past Sora does. Without before he gets there, yeah. So he can find Kyrie. And so you go around Skylid Kylum with a really cool segment where you just kind of explore it. Yeah. And there's a lot of really tough Heartless. And then you collect the five crystal pieces of Kyrie. Yeah. And one's a dark side. Yeah. Then he finds out he needs two more pieces. But then his past self comes in, and he's like, I don't have any time. Right. So then he decides he's going to connect hearts with two more people. Riku. And Mickey. And Mickey. So and so then you get to what's do... What's really cool, yeah, is they show, like, what was going on outside of, like, the Xehanort portal or whatever. Like with all of the all the people together, and that part was really fucking cool. Yeah. Even though really it was fun. just like a big like uh, quick time event, kind of yeah, yeah. It was, it was so like cool. a rock paper scissors, and there was a lot thing. of cool character interaction. Yeah, like Roxas pulls off a move, and Ventus goes, "So you're Roxas, huh? You're pretty tough," or stuff like yeah. that. So I'm like, Jesse McCartney's talking to himself in a booth right now, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I think Axel he says something. He sounds a little bit sadder as he talks to yeah. the other voice. Yeah. Axel says something, and Aqua's like, hey, can you, can you stop, stop talking? Stop talking. Oh, you don't have to say it like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> there was some cool interaction. You, you get to see Tara for the first time do something like Dope. cool since BBS, you know? Right. Because you, you kind of forget how cool a character Tara is. You know, yeah. he's like. Well, he's fucking OP. Larry kills well, he's everybody. He's like Sora mixed with Riku, right? Yeah. He's a dumbass, but he's also really strong. Yeah. And, you know? Um,. So yeah, you get to see a lot of cool character, like a lot of cool character interaction stuff. Then everybody kind of gets trapped away, and you, there's this Mickey section where you—it's similar to the mini section in Cage Two, except you're controlling Mickey, and you're doing like the light and the the slash. And Kinda. It, 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 it's more like to me, it's like mm, I'm trying to think of. Uh, it's very similar to the, another game. It, it's pretty much like one, in one of those situations where you're at one HP and you got to keep pushing forward, but like yeah. really you can't die. Right. But like, it feels like, Oh my God. Yeah, If you, you die, die, it just goes stand back up, Mickey. And you tap triangle. Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. To get back up. Um, and Sora helps him at the end of that, like future yeah. Sora, his spirits there to help him. So what I was confused about with this section is you end up saving everybody. Mm. Um, but because Future Sora's there, they end up saving anybody, everybody. Yeah. Like, you don't... You save Kyrie. Like, what happens when Future Sora's not there? Everybody's fine just standing there. Right, I'm saying... So, this is the weird time travel thing where it's messy, but Sora saves Kyrie. You fight Goatnort yeah. as Kyrie or Sora. You can pick either or. And then that saves everybody, but 
then everybody lands on the little platform, and then Sora and Kyrie disappear, and they go, weren't Sora and Kyrie just here? Yeah. That's weird. What happened to them? And then it goes to the scene where they go to meet Sora down on the Goofy after he beat Xehanort and the Ericus and all that, right? Yeah. So you're like, what the fuck? What's that? And then this is where stuff gets crazy. So the ending starts playing out, the ending movie. But in every scene, there's an added scene of Sora and Kairi doing something. Mischievous. Like to, to, well, first of all, they go to the final world, and they, they, they we're bringing you with us, Charity. Yeah. And so then they, what's the first scene they do? It's the, um, it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, that's right. So the, the, the Disney <laughs> characters get back to their castle, and then Sora and Kyrie are eating ice cream watching the fireworks. No, they're not eating ice cream. They're oh. just kind of chilling. Oh, I thought they had ice and cream. And Chirithi's dancing. And Chirithi's dancing. Then there's a scene, the Ericus funeral scene, Yeah. and then you see Cherithy doesn't just pop out. Kyrie and Sora push Cherithy out to see Ven. Yeah. And they push him out again. Then it's the sea salt ice cream. Yeah, they're all sitting on the tower eating ice cream. Yep. And Kyrie and Sora are the rung above them eating ice cream. Yep. And then it's Naminé's resurrection, and you see Sora unlocking her heart to give Naminé her heart back. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're in all these scenes, like, together. It's like their last hurrah. They did all these fun things together. And then the scene on the beach... Plays the same. Almost exactly the same. Yeah. I think it lingers on Riku much longer as he steps forward. Yeah. If I remember correctly. And it's still very clear that no one is looking at that damn tree they're sitting on. They're looking at something else. And I think... The fact that Riku lingers on him longer, to me, means they want you to notice that they're not looking at the tree. Yeah. And then Sora's talking this time to Kairi, and she's responding. And she cries. And then she cries, and he vanishes, just like in the ending of the original game. So then you're like, what the, what the fuck is going on but here? But then it's not over there. They hit you with like a fake like little mini credits, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? So then... You're Riku, where you don't one control Riku. One year later. It says one year later. No, no, not yet. No, you're with Riku at the land of departure, and he he's talking to Tara. Oh, yeah, yeah. And T- Tara's like, oh, this is why I called you here. And you don't really understand. I don't really understand what yeah. they're talking about. But then... It's kind of just be like, hey, you're strong. Good job. Yeah. But it's like... Well, because... You know, originally Tara was like gave him the key. He bequeathed, yeah, uh, the old coop bequeathed the keyblade <laughs> to him, and so he was like, "Wow, you really did what I asked you to do." Da, 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 you know, and so they have a moment because th- that kind of connects everything for Riku. I guess that's yeah. like the one last plot line for Riku to connect from his Which life. Is why he's gonna die in the next game? Yeah, possibly. or become really fat <laughs> like Thor. Like Thor, yeah. I guess that would be the Thor treatment: lose an <laughs> eye and become fat. Um, but then get it back. Yeah, then get it back. So then he talks to Aqua for a minute, and he she, he goes, "You sure you're gonna be okay with this?" And she says, "I have friends with me this time." So Aqua, Ven, and Terra armor up and go into a portal to the realm of darkness. Yeah. Then it hits you with the one year later, and you're like, "What? What the fuck?" And then it's Riku. A Hollow Bastion or Radiant Garden in Merlin's house. Yeah. With Leon, Aerith, and Yuffie, the boy. and the boy Sid. And 
wait a minute, where the fuck was the fairy godmother? Well, true. We never seen her. There was a render for the fairy godmother. We didn't see her ass. Anyway, yeah. um, maybe well, we didn't see Merlin either. It's his damn house. Right. So they're talking. Riku's recapping things that happened past year. The sea salt trio is trying to look through Roxas's memories. Yep. And she owns Roxas. She owns memories. Um, Kyrie's in a lab asleep for a year, trying because she thinks her heart holds the key to where Sora is. The Wayfinder trio is in the realm of darkness looking. And Riku's just been looking wherever. And so Sid's on his computer. And great, whoever does the voice acting for Sid is A-plus work. Oh, yeah. Because it's great. Great Sid. And then that's what the limit cut is. The limit cut is... It's kind of like cooler uh, fucking... what what the fuck is that recoded. game? Recoded, yeah. yeah. It's it's recoded light, right? Yeah. And that's where the um the data greetings are, and then the that's where the limit cut bosses are, and there's fourteen. So like the idea is that like using all of the data that they have on Sora, they recreated him in the game. And then they're gonna use that to find out where he is. But and- it, yeah, but it also creates the data for all the bad guys. Right. And you have to fight the bad guys as Sora. That's how you do the right. And so Chamber then, of Remembrance. Then the idea is, and there's a sick fucking remix of the Chamber oh, of Remembrance. Yeah. There. Actually, we didn't say this earlier. The music, the all, there's a ton of remixes of different songs, orchestral and all that. And it Yoko knocks out of the park. It's so good. There was one where we were like, "This is a little weird." Oh, the Hollow Bastion one. But then I ended up liking it. Yeah. Then I ended up liking it because it, like this is the new podcast theme. Yeah. This is because it has like hor- it has horse clops in it. <laughs> like it's a fucking Christmas song or some shit. Yeah. That's why I liked that. Um. So yeah. So we don't know. That's as far as we got. Uh. So we don't know what the the rest is. We'll talk about that in a later episode, I guess. Um. Or maybe like a stream highlight. Yeah. Depending on if we can beat them. All. I think what I'm gonna do when we stream it, I'm going to um. Assuming you can beat them. I'm going to, like, once we do, we're done with the stream, I'm going to edit it, and I'm going to cut. I'm going to upload the whole stream, but then I'll cut. Okay, this is Jason versus Zigbar. Okay. Hopefully you keep it all in one spot, and you don't jump around to a bunch of different guys. I probably will. Yeah, fuck <laughs> then I'm not doing it. Um, but, yeah, so we're, we're if if you haven't uh, joined us on stream yet, twitch.tv slash SuperSpikeEddieBros. Twitch.tv slash SuperSpikeEddieBros. Drop a follow. Um... We're really trying to build our Twitch presence, and we've oh, yeah. had a great time like streaming Final Fantasy X with you guys, and so now now we're doing Kingdom Hearts. So I expect a big turnout. Yeah. So if it's Friday or Saturday, and you're you're done listening to the podcast now because we're about done, go hit us up on Twitch. Come hang out with us. Yeah. Or if you're watching later in the day, you listen to us on the stream, and you listen to us on the podcast. At the same time. <laughs> and watch our Let's Play. Yeah. Which we posted the episode of. Shout out to everybody watching that too. Yeah. So it's an exciting time to be a Kingdom Hearts fan. We got a lot going on. The the Answer Report podcast is gonna continue rolling. We will probably do like a We'll talk about the secret movie another episode for sure. And the limit cut stuff. Yeah. We haven't done that yet. And then we'll probably do like a whole analysis of what exactly happened to Greenmind. Like what it, what it, what do we know now? What's right. different? What's right. changed based on um, the story for Kingdom Hearts. So, whether you liked it, remind, or you loved it, like we did, um, 
I think it's still a very exciting time to be a Kingdom Hearts fan, and I'm glad you guys are here listening. And, oh, yeah. Um, sounds like we got a lot to look forward to. So we hope you will look forward to that. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Fuck off. <laughs>